Yo, what is going on, everybody? This is the New Beginnings Podcast. I am your host, Matt Clem. And with every end, there is always a new beginning. We are here to talk about your health, your fitness, your mindset, and really the journey in becoming your best self. Wherever you are, I hope you enjoy. So let's get right into it. Talking about giving yourself permission, giving yourself the allowance to just fully embellish your true fucking potential, your best self. So we're going to be going live here with Coach Pack. Going to invite him to it. My dude. What's good, dude? How are you? Doing well, man. Doing well. Um, Just finished a... Um, just like a mindset journal for the audience, um, mm-hmm. for clients as well. And, um, just mentally preparing, going to go to Red Rocks today. It's an amp- outdoor amphitheater out here in Colorado. Um, yeah, yeah. and, uh, one of my favorite artists are performing. So later today I have that, but up until then we're, we're living, we're loving. Um, how's your day been? Dude, best day of my life. It started off really, really slow. Um, just being necessarily trying to get into my morning routine, most importantly. Um, and then it just kind of picked on up and kind of just has gone after it because I allowed myself to necessarily feel through everything that I was feeling this morning. Um, went on a beautiful walk. Uh, and then after that, I was just like, you know what? It's my time to necessarily kind of express this. I wrote it down in my journal. I was just able to necessarily go through, which is funny because that's what we're legitimately talking about um today so it's gonna be it's gonna be a good one because i got uh a couple things that i necessarily want to be able to talk about but also at the same time just giving this the ebbs and flow of fluidity is as as best i could explain it so i'm very pumped very pumped yeah dude 100 percent. and well i'm glad that you've kind of been journaling and you've been going over things that kind of actually resonate with with the topic um Mm -hmm. so before we actually dive into the topic let's just uh Let's just give the audience or maybe some people that might end up watching this in, in my audience, like who you are, what you're about, um, where you're from, and just like, I don't know, just, just something about Dude. you that makes you you. Yeah, man. Uh, so for those of you who don't know me, aka I'm Coach Pack, but my full name is Anthony Pack. Friends in high school used to call me Pac-Man, so if you want to call me Pac-Man, you're more than welcome to. Um, and relatively where I come from background wise, like I originally am from Florida, uh, moved out to Hawaii. Now I'm settled out in Seattle right now, um, where a couple of my business partners are actually located at. And I've been a health and fitness coach for the past two years now online. Um, have been working in the industry for about three right now. So I still consider myself a, you know, a wannabe power lifter and a novice bodybuilder at the best. Uh, but at the end of the day, I'm just here to serve, here to spread love and here to show anybody else that, you know, at the end of the day, it's what, how much work they actually put on in and how much love they could actually love themselves and express that to other people to make sure that we're all leaders in the community around us. So all of us grow at a higher standard. Seriously. And, and I do like just at the end that how you just like finish that just resonates with me. It's like, we're just here to spread love and to help individuals love themselves um, unconditionally mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and to even get to that point um it, we kind of just dive into the topic we kind of just dive into the topic of giving yourself permission so um maybe for you obviously this fitness journey or just this life journey in general like it's it's maybe from a four thousand 
foot macro view, it's like very linear, right? Just like trying to lose weight or gain muscle. Like from a 4,000 foot view, it's like, it's like this, but a day to day, week by week, even month by month, it's just like always up and down. Right. And so mm -hmm. maybe for you to, to get to where you've been, um, like in the past, like what struggles or traumas or just like anything and everything in terms of just giving yourself permission or just allowing yourself to get to where you are, to get to the confidence yeah. that you have that, um, and that person that you are becoming. Um, so yeah, mm -hmm. for you and your journey, um, what kind of like struggles or obstacles that you, you've had to face in order to get to where you're at today? Yeah, so there's a lot to unpack with that, man. There's, there's a lot to unpack because I think first and foremost for anybody like listening to this and watching this, it's like self-confidence is all about like keeping the promises that you made to yourself. And along the way, I myself wasn't doing that when I first started whatsoever. And so like being, being able to look at the grand scope of every single thing that we talk about necessarily like, Hey, I want to lose 50 pounds. Hey, I want to necessarily gain 20 pounds. I, it started for me to really understand what I truly wanted and how I actually truly wanted it. And so going back into that aspect in itself, like I remember talking with a couple of individuals, not just necessarily about limiting beliefs, but almost to the point of where like what allows me to necessarily express myself truly and fully. It got to the point where I was very much related to, you know, certain trauma instances, we all necessarily go through it. And a lot of the things that I've necessarily dealt with has been security and avoidance and kind of relatively anxious. Um, if you, if you've read the book attached, it's a really good one. It kind of goes over, um, a couple of relationship things, but I have also been able to find a lot of correlation in between the limiting beliefs that I've had and how I've actually not just trying to still overcome them, because I think resiliency is the primary key characteristic to be able to necessarily understand that and not like shedding light to saying like, hey, I fully have developed a stone cold wall in between these things, but how I'm necessarily able to adapt along the way. Um, but I found myself at a very young age feeling a sense of security, but also a sense of like anxiousness around my parents and around my family mm -hmm. and around my uh, sisters. And it got to the point to where I remember specifically, and I've talked about this on my Instagram, like, just being able to see my mom and my sister necessarily fight in the kitchen a lot of times when I was a kid, um, it got to the point to where every single time I would try to step in and every single time I would try to like speak on up to like try to stop them, it was very hard for me to necessarily understand at that point as like a five, six year old, but they were necessarily telling me the story of like, hey, this story's for adults. Hey, this is like, you're too young. You shouldn't be in here. Like mom and Christina, this is, this is their, them conversation. Go back to your room or go underneath where it is. And I got to the point to where like, looking back at it, like I really resonated with the fact that I was hiding underneath the table, mm. that, that, that quote of hiding underneath the table and that alone. And I'm not saying that is the primary cause of a lot of things that I've had to deal with, but that alone, I can see the correlation between how I used to show up in how I would speak and presentations, how I would show up in relationships, how I would show up in my fitness journey, because every single time something got going, I would always fall back into that secure place that was underneath the table or that secure place of like, not necessarily the secure place of anxiety, but like I was always feeling anxious when things were going good. And it kind of led me to a lot of self-sabotage in between not allowing myself to express what I was feeling, not allowing myself to understand what was going on. 
but most importantly, just like I wasn't fully committed to where I actually wanted to go. And every single time something would go like go good, I would get then interested back into the topic instead of being committed and fully diving on into my own journey in itself. And so allowing to express myself and allowing myself permission to feel those certain things I would hide or avoid. And it was mm. fucking tough. It was super fucking tough. Um, because that not, once again, that not alone affected how I was actually showing up in business when I, I will probably get to this in like a hot minute. Like last year, I was 50 pounds heavier. Like I was 250 and I was still coaching clients and it was getting to the point to where I was telling them one thing and I was doing the complete opposite. And I was just like, hey, things are going good in business, but I'm not allowing myself to actually fully commit to myself. Or I wasn't necessarily allowing myself to give myself permission to actually do something that I wanted to do because I was always focused on how everyone else necessarily felt. And so I know that's necessarily a lot to unpack, um, but I wanted to be able to start with those types of topics and those types of like conversations to have, because I think, I think it's really huge to be able to not only have that conversation for yourself, and be able to sit down and actually really, really resonate with the fact that it's not about necessarily, for myself, it's never about, you know, I overcame this struggle and now it's like never going to help. It's never going to come back up again. It's how resilient I can be with understanding that I know that shit's going to come back up. And sorry if you're not cursing, but I allow just my yeah, to express that. Good. Okay, cool. Um, but even if that shit comes back up, like I know that at the end of the day, I've set up structure and I've set up some kind of tools to help myself out, be able to combat those things and realize like, hey, it's okay to feel this way. It's okay to necessarily feel this emotion when something's coming up that's not just health and fitness related, but also like in everyday life related. And it's not necessarily putting that stone wall up to say like, hey, this is never going to happen again. But how can I be resilient every single action that I take to be proactive instead of be reactive? And I think that's a really mm -hmm. good like leeway room into a lot of things that we talk about. Yeah. And I just, I first off, thank you for just like, just being vulnerable and I know maybe in the past it was harder to get it off your chest and now that you kind of not necessarily a full circle kind of moment but you're in a position where um you're comfortable to be vulnerable right so yeah. first off I appreciate you sharing that and and fuck dude like I just totally resonate in more because I do remember like growing up like parents fighting everyone's screaming at each other like I'm getting my, I, I say like maybe a swear word and I'm getting like my soap, like mouthful of soap or whatever yep. and all yep. that kind of jazz. And I'm just like, and I'd always like lock myself in the room and just like scream and cry and um, more so relating towards just success. And when I mean success, I mean just like, just happiness. I mean, yeah, it can be monetary gain and business and all that kind of j jazz. But like for me and how I relate with um, just hiding underneath the table is I would be so consumed by all the limiting beliefs, by I'm not good enough. And I would paint this brush, this just stroke of the this picture of myself that I'm never good enough. Like I can never kind of close in similarity to Lana and like her brother's relationship. Like my mm -hmm. brother had the 4.5 GPA, all American rugby player, worked three jobs while doing all this kind of stuff. And then I was just like that B student. And it's like that external expectation, that validation. I always thought I had to hide myself because 
I can, I can never amount. I can never do what he did and fall into comparison. And I would just like fucking hide in my room and not go outside for like a week. I would just self-sabotage myself and hide underneath the table. And because I never actually gave myself permission that I am good enough, I am willing, I am able to create my own narrative and my own story. So I just fully freaking reckon, um, just, um, just compare um, with your story a lot. And, and I feel like that's mm-hmm. why we um, just have that connection. And, and in lieu to what you've been and where you're going, and we, you did mention, obviously, it's like this year you freaking lost like 40, 50 pounds. Like this year, obviously, you're a novice bodybuilder and everything, but it's like you're actually taking your health, your fitness seriously. And you're not just like, because I was the same. I was like, holy cow, I'm, I'm a coach. I'm helping people with their goals. And it's like, fuck, I don't even have my own shit together. Like, how yeah. can I create authority, responsibility, and give myself permission to even help individuals be consistent with their goals when I'm not even emulating and preaching what I, what I teach? So mm-hmm. for you, kind of, and for both of us kind of being um, on that other side of the coin, it's like, how have you um like gained that permission like how have like that journey that you gave yourself this past like six months this past 12 months in losing that weight and actually taking um a new approach and giving yourself allowance like how has that kind of um changed who you are internally um and then you're able to physically change dude yeah um great question man great question i fucking love that because at the end of the day when it comes to it i think it 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 really does come full circle with a lot of things that we talk about and so just starting on off with i'll I'll get to the aspect of like how i allowed myself to give myself permission to accept how i wanted to feel because all throughout my life and something that i really resonated with you just being able to talk about lana and her brothers like for me i was always chasing I think two or three people. I think one of them was my really good friend, Joey, because he had the physique that I've always wanted when I was in high school. Number two was my sister because she was in law school and every person was necessarily saying like, go after her. And then number three, I think was just the ideology of like how society wanted me to be. So kind of like still a a little bit of backstory on this, like for a lot of people who don't know me, obviously on your channel and who I eventually watch this, like I've, in high school, I won Mr. Mitchell, Prom King, and Homecoming King. So I, I got the trifecta, the triple hat for like our year. And I didn't ask any fucking person to do it. I just ended up winning. And I was just sitting there. I was thinking about it. And I was like, holy fuck, there's a lot of people that see me this way and how they view myself that way. So mm. how are they viewing? how are they viewing me? How are they wanting me to show up? How are they wanting me to act? How are they wanting me to have these internal conversations. So that way I lead by not necessarily lead by example in my life, but lead by example and how they view me. And Mm -hmm. so that alone, the kind of ideology of how society necessarily viewed myself really got to me my senior year of high school. And that reflected to the case in point in which, you know, throughout college, I had no fucking idea what to do because it's a brand new place. Um, I went to a small private school and it was one of those places where at the end of the day, like everyone knows you after the first two weeks. And so it got to the point where it's just like, okay, how do they want me to be able to be like, how do I want them to view me? How do I want them to necessarily see me in their story that they tell themselves 
And I was never telling the story on how I wanted to talk to myself and how I wanted to be able to portray that story. And it took a very, very long time to get to that point because even just looking back at it, I spent five, six years, seven years from that point, from when I graduated high school to after graduating college to going to grad school and then starting my online fitness business to realize that I still am not telling the story that I wanted to fucking tell myself. And it took a long, long time because then getting to the point to where we are are now, I had a conversation with Chad. And for those of you who have probably been here, I've watched Chad. He was on here probably before. I think he was on here last week, I think. Yeah. Um, I had a conversation with him and I, he, I ended up working with him and back in like last August we were doing some uh, beat around the bush things and it wasn't necessarily me and him in itself. It was myself. And he was just like, dude, you're telling a story to yourself that you haven't believed in such a long time. What's the story that you actually want to tell yourself? What's where do you want to give yourself to allow yourself to express because you can create whatever the fuck you want. And at the end of the day, when it came to it, he's just like, we had a great conversation about adversity. It's not the fact that like, Everyone has their own piece of adversity that comes off of their own storyline. My piece of adversity that came for me was resonated with myself and was very, how do I want to say this, like individualized to me. And it got to the point to where the story that I wanted to be able to tell myself was leading by example. And I was throughout my whole entire life, the primary aspect of it was I was not leading by example for me. I was telling people one thing and I wasn't doing that exact thing. And so when it got to it, like, there something that resonated with me while we were on that conversation he was like dude step into that feel that allow yourself to express that because at the end of the day your mess is going to be your message and i've really really fucking resonated with that because a lot of the times we look at all the adversity that we go through we look at all the troubles that were placed in us like i'm not worthy i don't have enough money like am I going to be successful? Do I have to necessarily live at home? Like there's a lot of things and it's going to look chaotic. It's going to look fucking messy at the end of the day. But the reality is like, you're growing into something beautiful. And I could have quit many times and I could have told myself the story of like, Hey, just go back, do what they want me to do. Do how every single thing that, you know, your parents wanted you to do follow in the footsteps of your sister. Try to get the, uh, try to get the body that your best friend has at that time frame. And still be the kid that showed up to the fucking birthday party with his shirt on before he jumped into the pool because that was me like i was i was that kid that when i was when i was in like elementary school every single time i would show up to the birthday pool party i would still keep my shirt on when i jumped into the pool and it finally mm -hmm. took me realizing and this is like obviously you know you could take it how it is it finally got me realizing that i don't need to care about every single thing about what other people are thinking about me because in all disorder there's secret order and I have an obligation to show up for myself. I have an obligation to show up for my clients. And I have an obligation to serve because it's a mere reflection on how I actually wanted to be. And that, that was it, period. What I needed to be able to gain from other people, I needed to, gain, I needed to give to myself first and foremost. And that was something that was huge for myself to allow myself to ex express because it's going to hurt. You're going to want to quit. There's always an easy route to take, but it's not going to teach you relatively who you are. You have to push through that and pick up the pieces because no one's going to come and save you. And it's, it, it, it sucks to hear that, but like no one was going to come and save me. And I knew that at the end of the day, I needed to be strong as fuck for myself because everything that's happened in my life, I have handled regardless of the situation I've handled it and being able to 
give myself the permission for each decision and every condition that I had, every hardship, every tragedy, like all of those things, there was always me on the other side of it. And it's called growth, first and foremost. And that's what we talk about growth. So corresponding that back into allowing myself to be this novice bodybuilder, like I knew at the end of the day that I needed to give myself permission to do the things that I wanted to be able to do, long story short. But it doesn't necessarily equate to the fact that throughout that whole entire time and throughout the past since November till now, I've been having so much fun giving myself time to be able to be playful, being able to have fun in the gym, being able to like really dial on in on nutrition, but most importantly, being able to express myself in journaling, being able to like express myself to others, being able to just let go of the things that necessarily held me back, but allowing to myself to be vulnerable to you, to a lot of people that are watching this. And that, that alone has helped me reach the new level that I see myself as. And at the end of the day, that's what I see myself as leading by example and self-loving myself. It's just being able to keep those promises, like I said in the beginning, to myself that which I started. Because if I, we had this conversation now and I didn't keep the promise that I made to Chad or myself, most importantly myself back in November, it would be a different conversation, 100%. Seriously, dude. And like, I mean, there's Coach Pack, there's a lot to unpack here. Um, but I, I definitely resonate with just like, your mess is your message, dude. Like, I just putting those dots together, I'm like, it, and I was just like, well, hearing a podcast lately, and it was just like, it, somebody was saying like, I don't, I don't fuck with you if you haven't gone through shit. Because, because if you try to paint a picture that you're freaking perfect, like that is living in, in a fairy tale land. Because everyone, yeah. no, no matter where you're at, no matter where you start. And I totally, when you came like into the comparison kind of factor of just comparing yourself growing up, like this is the standard, this is the the lawyer and like all this kind of jazz. Dude, when I was going into high school, cause my brother was just like such a good rugby player and just like such a, he's just su such a outgoing personality and just a decent mm -hmm. human being. By the time I got into high school, everyone's like, oh, little Clem. Everyone's like, oh, that's, that's mini like, so are already it's like off of ego it's like in my class it's like oh cool like people already know me but it's also in the fact of like wow i'm in someone's shadow i'm yeah. i'm never going to amount to what he does they and put a label, they put a label exactly. on you and like put a box and put a bow tie on it and say here you go exactly so yeah, the box is pretty, it's beautiful, but then it's like, it's fucking empty on, on the inside. And it's like kind of wiggling my way in um, my journey and trying to find myself. It, it wasn't until you were freaking there. Farshad said, how are you taking responsibility for your life? And when everyone that doesn't know the answer to anything, like, what are your fitness goals? Like, what do you want? Why do you want this? And if you have no freaking clue, I don't know. You can, there, there's two paths. You can either just run away from it, just ignore it as much as possible before the pressure builds and something ends up happening. Or you can take that as a sign and, and go for it and seek it and seek that, that responsibility, seek that ownership. And, and for me and my journey and in conjunction with yours, it's like,
that that's where I gave myself permission. That's where I started to actually grow um, yeah. when I actually started oh, yeah. to do those things. Right. Started to journal, yeah. like get getting uncomfortable because I was I was I, I ended up like writing a letter to my dad. I wrote a couple letters to my younger self. I am more playful in the gym. I actually have a goal. I actually have a mission. So I just we, we definitely connect. We definitely will need another live at some point. But kind of going into like this last question here and, and it's more in terms of maintaining like because like what we said from the beginning there's gonna be valleys there's gonna be peaks like maybe that motivation will come and go you will feel down at some point or things might not be going your way so it's like for you in terms of raising that higher standard for yourself being more playful on the playground as a kid, enjoying your journey, even when those limiting beliefs, even when those internal battles come up, um, like how do you maintain that kind of level, right? How do you yeah. try to get as much as a fucking gap as possible between the person you were yesterday to the new person you are today? And for people listening, it's like some people that are listening are struggling with their, their body composition. They, they might be like confident in the mirror but then they're like i want i want more i want to get i want to raise my standard like this isn't good enough so for individuals that will be listening and whether they want a new level or they're struggling like how do you in your journey right now maintain that higher standard for yourself um and giving yourself permission um yeah yeah dude so i'll, I'll approach this in a couple different like facets because i think i'm i'm a very big person on like examples and storytelling um first and foremost i don't know if you could still hear me but like at the end of the yeah. day when it comes all right cool so when it comes when it comes to it the, the biggest thing for myself is reminding myself that every single time you reach a new level within your own journey regardless if that's health fitness relationships business like school whatever it is a lot of the times there's always going to be another quote-unquote devil at the end of it if you want to think about this subjectively and actually go into this a little bit more, if anybody's here who's played video games when they were a kid, I was a very heavy video game player, right? I always wondered how come I can't go from level one all the way to the boss, right? And there was kind of a strategic moment because at the end of the day, it was like, okay, I had to do this. I had to get this. I had to get my levels up. I had to go do this quest, regardless if we're playing RuneScape, we're playing Call of Duty, we're playing not necessarily Call of Duty, but like any of the like first birder, first birder games, Skyrim. Um, Oblivion. And, yeah. Oblivion. And it got to the point to where they're like, dude, there's, there's levels to this. And when you go through another level in your spiritual journey, there's always going to be issues. There's always going to be new challenges. There's always going to be new problems to face. And those new problems are good right? They make new solutions, but you can't solve, you can't solve the problem. You can't solve, you can't come up with a solution with the same mindset that created the problem. Mm -hmm. So you have to be able to adapt. You have to be able to take a closer look at all the successful people, all those people that necessarily were along your journey, but most importantly, those people that AKA mentors, coaches, whoever that might be for you who have gone through that same process and how did they adapt? How did they learn from it? How can you pro provide that kind of value and understand what values they created behind it and how that aligns with you. So going in between this ideology of like this gamer tactic, 
there's bigger work that gives you bigger challenges and that can drive like that can relatively drive someone insane and give someone kind of like high anxiety when it comes to it. But at the end of the day, we have to understand two things here is that one motivation is not going to keep you running at the end of the day. It's not going to get you up at five o'clock in the morning to do your cardio. It's not going to get you, you know, going to when you're, you know, really feeling depressed in a relationship. But at the end of the day, when it comes to that, you can either rely on motivation or you can rely on momentum and where momentum lies mm. is being able to understand how you create those kind of different shifts in your life. So that way, when you look at the old version of yourself, there's completely new levels and identities and values and characteristics that you have right now that is completely different that was from the Anthony about a day ago or completely different from the Anthony that was five years ago. Because if I told you the values that I had five years ago to the values that I have right now, completely probably 180 in meaning. And at the end of the day, I knew I like it technically, if you want to get really technical, I had to kill that person of myself in order to become the person that I am today. I will note that there is a garbage truck necessarily coming on up. So if it gets kind of loud, I'm sorry about that. Um, no worries. But, but when it comes to momentum, really, there's a lot of things that you can take into creating like different types of momentum shifts because when it comes to it, you can put yourself in a significant event. Like that significant event could be the fact that you are relatively overweight and you need to make the fucking change. And at the end of the day, you don't want to end up like your dad who ended up having type two diabetes. So I know that's tough to hear for some people, but at the end of the day, that's a significant event. The exact same thing with a lot of people start their health and fitness journey when their boyfriend or girlfriend breaks up with them because they want to be better. They want to necessarily scale on up. That's a significant event. It could be the fact that, you know, there, there's a ton of different avenues we could go with this. But I think the most important thing when it comes to not just those significant events, it's also how you set up champion rituals behind those events. Mm. So when those events kind of come on up, how are you aligned with your integrity? How are you aligned with your vision? How, is, how are you aligned with your values that you kind of perceive yourself? And when it comes to those championship rituals or those champion rituals that you have, like, are you being integral and keeping your word? Because your word is bond. And every single time you break that bond, you are breaking that commitment, that signature, that documentation that you signed with yourself. And for me, I need to show up every single day because when I signed that commitment back in November of 2021, I knew that instead of looking at it from the long-term process, because a lot of people will focus on the outcome goal instead of just one day at a time. I've been focusing on keeping it one day at a time, making sure that I win today instead of going one out of 365, I've been going one out of one, one out of one, one out of one, I might go zero out of one, but all that shit adds on up. And so when it looks when you look at that, you can also stack your wins. That's called stacking wins. Like legitimately it is like, look at all the things that you've done correctly, regardless if it is, um, you know, something that might be negative. This is another thing you guys can take is the plus one minus one theory of momentum. It's what are you doing? Like myself, I woke up, I did my walk this morning, I ended up journaling that I usually do. Um, and I ended up missing messaging clients, I made my post today, all of those things are plus ones. All right, at the end of the day, if I look at it subjectively and see at the end of the total that all my plus ones are higher than all my minus ones, I fucking won the day. So those are just a couple things that I usually use when it comes to keeping the momentum shift and creating that new kind of that new person that I had to step into and not rely mm. on that motivational principle to get me to take responsibility more. I know that was a lot, but I wanted to just throw all that shit at you. So if, you're, no, if yeah. you guys are watching this, yeah, if you guys no, are watching dude, this and, and getting value, let me know. Yeah, hundred percent. And I'm, I'm unpacking this just like everyone else. And dude, I, I just think that's, that's super powerful to have 
like something tangible, right? Because you, we can, we can talk about momentum all we want. We can talk about all that kind of stuff, but it's like, you just put an exact representation, like the plus one minus, or just like, mm -hmm. let's, let's win the freaking day. Let's just focus on today and then look at, look at the whole month. And it's like, did we, did we freaking win? Are, are we making progress? This can be health fitness. This can be relationship. This can be yeah. business, whatever. But it's like, are we making progress when you showed up? Like, let's say you look at the month and it's 20 out of 30, right? If mm -hmm. that is, if that is good and you're making progress, then it's like, then let's, let's just get 21 next month. Let's, let's stack that. Let's get better. And, and people forget how important momentum is. And, and mm -hmm. I feel like that, that can be a whole different discussion that we can go like dive deep into. Um, but yeah, in, in terms of just all the questions, just all, all the things to, to unpack, um, I really, I really see the, the resemblance in that because that that's kind of my motto too, right? What, what yeah. can I do today to, to win? Right. I literally just made that journal and on each page, one question is what do I need to do or who I need to become to win today? And at mm -hmm. the end of the day, that's today is all that matters. Right. And I said this in a couple posts a couple weeks ago, but dude, I went on my 5am walk and a grandma almost fucking hit me and didn't see me on the turn. And I had to like scooch over and I'm like, that there's this outcome goal that we have. There's the, the house in five years, the, the kids in 10 years or whatever it is, the, the dream mm -hmm. body after the show. But it's like, mm -hmm. we just need to focus on living and doing our best in this moment with what we have, with what we can do. And that should be good enough. And, and that just releases so much stress and anxiety and not being present when you can just live today and then create that gap for for the new person that you are going to be tomorrow. Um, 100%, 100%, because like, you know, you said something right there. It's like, tomorrow's never like guaranteed, essentially. And so for those of you guys who are still watching this, like one of my best friends, uh, Fernando, um, it was funny because like, if you guys scroll all the way back through like my Instagram, you'll see a picture of me actually DJing, which is actually hilarious. And that's a different story, but like, when I graduated college, we were still partners in crime. And it got to the point to where I needed to make a decision of going to grad school or following and trying to make something of that career. And there was always a voice in the back of my head that said like, hey, like, just do the complacent thing or do the thing that you're most comfortable with. And that was school. And so I decided to go on school and he decided to take on the project and he's created Lorette Lorette, which is beautiful. And I fucking, I'm, I'm so amazed by him and his journey because he's been on deadbeats. He's been on like blunts and blondes. Like he's gone and like done massive actual like tours when it comes to Shambhala and things like that in Canada. And it's like super cool to see that. But there was always something that's in the back of my mind that says like, even though I know tomorrow is never guaranteed, I did not want to be on my deathbed knowing the fact that I didn't follow a dream of mine and knowing that I said no to that first dream. I told myself again, 
Damn. The next time I have a dream, I'm not going to give up on it. And I would rather end up being like, I will go back home and live in my parents' basement. If I have to, I will be homeless, but I will try my hardest with doing the fucking thing that I want to be able to do most importantly, because it's uh, funny. And this is, and it goes to show because like one, you almost got hit by a car. Like you never know. And at the end of the day, if that actually happened to you, would have you been like, ask yourself truly and honestly, would have you been okay with, you know, that that's the end. That's the story that you've written. Because I know for myself right now, if I ended up walking outside and getting hit by a bus, I've been doing everything that I've wanted to do for the past year. And that is the story that I've fully, fully, fully engulfed with because it's funny because like so many of us are willing to wait four years to graduate college. And then we're willing to wait two, four, eight plus years to get that degree. And then we're going to be waiting 10 to 20 years in order for us to pay off the house, to pay off the debt and everything like that. Trying to find the, uh, like trying to find a job in the hardest necessary economy, if you want to think about it, that you're going to experience and wait a couple months just to get an automated message back of an email to tell you no. And hell, and this is going to be kind of necessarily a little aggressive, but like some of us are necessarily willing to wait eight months before seeing a little baby that you created come out of you. And at the end of the day, when it comes to it, we're still waiting for this perfect moment and perfect time because there's no, there's no such thing as that. But if you, but it's been barely two weeks with your own journey, regardless if it's in a relationship, regardless if it's in a health and fitness journey, but you've, you, you've barely been in this game for two weeks and you're upset because you're not seeing results. It goes back down. It goes back down to the point aspect that we always kind of talk about is like, if we stop playing the victim in ourselves, we will see a massive fucking change with every single thing that we do. A massive change. And that's what I needed to do. And that's how I've been operating is by taking responsibility and not playing the victim because every day I had a choice. Every day I have a choice that decides that affects my future tomorrow. And every single thing that I've been doing for the past year, I've given the check mark of I've won the day or this has been aligned with me because I knew that if I ended up dying tomorrow, like I don't have a life full of regret anymore. If I, if this same conversation happened four years, like five years ago, when I went to like when I went to grad school, I would have been full of regret and full of misfortune because the fact that I've followed in the footsteps of how other people necessarily wanted to view myself mm -hmm. instead of me following the footsteps on how I wanted to view Anthony. So. And, and I just totally resonate because, yeah, dude, like I've been doing what I've been wanting to do for my whole life in the, and like actually pursuing it, like not half-assing, like giving it everything I got for the mm -hmm. past like five, six months. And, yeah. and I feel that, yeah, if I did get hit or and if I did get hit, then like it would, I would just be at peace with it and there's nothing and if or butts around it and it kind of goes back into um that what you were saying that second dream and kind of like playing victim and just wrapping it around giving yourself permission right it's like mm -hmm. for both of us from talking it's like we we both played the victim we both played by other people's agendas by other people the external world expectations and we we crumpled in some sort of victim mentality for the majority of our life and and that got us to where we didn't want to go and by living of what we don't want to be or don't want to go that has created the kind of a 
enlightening fact that it's like, well, now we know where not to go. Now we've, we've suffered in the health, in our health journeys. We've been 50 pounds overweight. We've, we, we've gone through that victim. And then it's like, no, nah, I wouldn't say necessarily we're completely on the other side of it now, but I'm saying like in that journey of seeing that the lighter side of being just like more so on the path to our full potential, yeah. it's created that sense of like, that, that is the journey. That is the mess in the message of why we're so authentic, why we can fully express ourselves now is because we we've been through shit and, and, in, in, in not comparison to like, I'm saying relative to our audience, relative to our own struggles, right? I'm not talking about the, the person struggling in freaking Middle East or, or that has a fish shop in freaking Vietnam. I'm talking about like in America, like we, we have, we have gone through that struggle. And, um, and yeah, I feel that in terms of giving yourself permission, it's, it is, um, figuring out things along the way and, yeah. and coming up on the other side. And, and I feel like so many people have that ego are stoic, grow up in their own tendencies. So it's like, they're, they're clinging on that. I can do it all alone. I can do this. And it's like, but, but real life's showing it's like, you can't like, sometimes you do need support. Sometimes you need, you do need help. And sometimes you just need to give yourself fucking permission um, and allowance to get to where you want to be. Um, Absolutely. Absolutely. I think, and I know, I don't want to keep you too long here, but like, if anybody, like, this is seriously, when's, when's the last time you fucking like cried? Like, that's something that I asked myself when I was first going through this. And like, just being able to like, give my permission, uh, give myself permission to feel an emotion and give myself permission to actually walk through that, like, type of internal conversation, that internal dialogue, when it came to feeling of anger, feeling of excitement, feeling of anxiousness, um, feeling of anything resentment like i've really tried to every single time these like emotions have brought on up i've tried to walk through that and at the end of the light and at the end of the light if you look at it from the grand scheme of things like being in the tunnel it's it really does come back down to like responsibility because then it's like okay you can either be reactive in this approach and how you're feeling in this emotion, or you could be proactive in this approach and feeling of this emotion. The reactive approach would be to lash out in anger, to really feel and to really like hurt, to really, you know, flip a table and just talk shit to somebody. When on the other side, I could be able to say like, hey, this, this emotional feeling, this emotional feeling of anger, there's a reason behind this. Is it, does this always happen? No, this doesn't always happen. Well, how do I necessarily want to feel? How does this person necessarily treat me? How does this necessarily? And you can kind of walk yourself through being able to have this internal dialogue and saying like, okay, like I have the responsibility on how I act within this situation. I'm not responsible for them and how they act in this situation. But if I know that I can take ownership with every single thing that I'm doing right now in this moment with the emotions that I've been given, because emotions are pure and all in its essence, that's okay to be able to walk through that because you have the decision-making and the choice to be able to say like, can I be reactive or can I be proactive? And I always try to approach this from being proactive in every single decision that I have. Um, because I, I've seen people go down the route of reactivity, and I think we all have, um, where people lash on out, they use drugs to cope, they hit their spouse, or, you know, it doesn't necessarily matter when it comes to those types of things, but, and it sucks to say that, but, like, there's, there's always a double-edged sword or another side of the coin, and I always wanted to make sure that if I'm taking responsibility now, how I do one thing is how I do everything, 
And mm -hmm. if I know that if I know that I'm doing this in my own relationship with myself, I know that the relationship with my girlfriend is going to reflect that. I know the relationship with food is going to reflect that. I know the relationship that I have with the gym is going to reflect that. I know the relationship that I have with my parents is going to also reflect that. And everything that I touch and everything that I do from here on out is a mirror reflection on how I actually treat myself on the inside. And if I take responsibility of myself first, all of the rest is going to follow suit.